0: This week on the Adaptation Game and the award for Best Picture goes to Podcasts. Gentlemen to the adaptation game, the show where a couple of pranksters, a couple of nobodies with no expertise or experience of any kind, decide to adapt various media properties into other forms. I am your host, Matthew Schott, and with me as always is my intrepid co-host, Mr. Chris Sokawa. Hello ho. There he is. Uh, It seems to be a little bit of an echo. Uh, He uh, was saying holla and ho at the same time, and they kind of fuse together. I guess that wouldn't be an echo. That would be like a reverse echo. It makes your words smaller. And also with us today, we have a very special guest. Mr. Special Guest, would you like to introduce your Mr. Self? I am Chris Van Slyke. Thank you so much, Chris. Chris. Thank you for being here. Are you excited to be on the adaptation game? Are you a huge fan? Uh, which, oh, who's God. your favorite, me or Chris? So
1: uh, I am, you know, I just recently someone said, long time listener, first time caller, so I can't make that joke. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Uh, it's been claimed. I am, uh, I have mixed emotions. It's an emotional roller coaster because I'm excited and so nervous. I want to do a good job. But um, basically, like, I um, the absurdism episode of Sensorious game. I was like, this is the sensorious game of Sensorious. I was like, this is real, <laughs> real good. And then, uh, Akawa said, Hey, did you actually listen to like the Tetris episode? I said, no. Cause I listened to Sensorious <laughs> the way that I was exposed to like syndicated television, just random, um, random order. And so, yeah. uh, so then I went back and I was like, Oh, that's real, real good. And so then I've been listening to, uh, adaptation game from the jump and, uh, um I'm such a fan that I send what I think is the only fan art that you have and that's <laughs> <is laughs> these ridiculous theme songs. And uh yeah, you'll you'll maybe hear
0: one later as we transition
1: into Oh you you oh, yeah. definitely the Sacred will. Zone. Um
0: it's important to note that anytime you hear on this show a pitch zone theme song that doesn't sound like absolute dog <laughs> shit, uh that's the ones that Chris made. is <laughs> Chris's um masterpieces. It, it, yeah, and they all sound fantastic. Uh, honestly, every time I get those, they are the light of my life. They show me that I know now more than ever that Kingdom Hearts is light, and I appreciate it so much. Uh, my theme songs are um, Ear Poison. They are the things that kill. <laughs> it's like Hamlet's candy, father.
2: They're like what they test the faulty Disney rides to. You know what I mean? Like they played only before hours because like. The sort of like uh, the, the CEO's degenerate child is like, I, I made some new sick beats that I played on
1: Jukebox for my four followers last night during my stream.
0: I need yes. To, uh, that's a good description.
1: That's what I shoot for. I need to ad- adapt the country version that you made a couple episodes ago. I need to to flip that. <laughs> yeah, please, please, dear God,
0: someone, someone, take that from us. Uh, that was a, a lot of time spent and uh, all of it wasted. Um, so. <laughs> Anyway, the less said about that song, the better. So um, we're very happy to have you here, Chris, uh, a a collaborator and a a piece of this show, a piece of the Adaptation family, uh, a treasure in our treasure box for a very special episode. One that Chris has to give you a little bit of uh, that's uh, Chris Okawa. This is going to get confusing. You can call me KBS (laughs) Um, if you prefer. Um, yeah, you know, I, I will just call uh, Chris Okawa uh, by his full proper Christian name <laughs> um, in my eternal quest to uh, convert him. So um, <laughs> to give you a little backstory to this episode, a, a nice little peek behind the curtain. Chris Okawa has been pitching uh, for quite some time uh, whenever we're like, oh, what should our next episode be? He's just like ice cream. Ice cream novelties, um, <laughs> an important distinction. He's big into ice cream. And so this is the this is the week where we're finally going to throw him a bone and we're finally going to do something with ice cream. We are going to take best picture winners throughout Oscar history and convert them into novelty ice cream that would be found being sold by a, by a Mr. Uh, Mister Softy or a Mr. Frosty or whatever your local off-brand variant was. I think in my neighborhood growing up, it was the good humor man. Um, and he would come around playing uh, our theme song. In fact, he would be playing The Entertainer and I would get myself a chip witch because man, oh man, mm, I love a chip that's witch. That's the best one. Uh, so, uh, since we can't really do uh, a traditional history or uh, personal history with this one, I'll just uh, ask uh, Chris Okawa and our guest Chris. So, Chris Okawa and guest Chris. That's how you guys will be labeled. <laughs> makes sense. Um, What is your favorite ice cream and your favorite Best Picture winner? Uh, we'll start with guest Chris. Oh, geez. All right. So, my, uh, my
1: favorite ice cream would probably be um man and i'm trying like i'm not trying to be clever or anything like i really i unfortunately take all these kinds of questions way too seriously and <laughs> i like That's start what writing things here. in my mind and i do a little bracket and i'm like well no this one's better than this one this one's better than this one so i'm not i can't help but overanalyze the question what's your favorite ice cream and i'm sorry um i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna say for the purposes of this um i like getting like cheesecake ice cream at Coldstone with graham cracker or and then like a fruit on it fruit in it. So it's basically <laughs> I'm basically just
0: eating cheesecake. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that, that's a that's a that's a good one for me. And You're then eating a mess a messier um cheesecake. I like disassembled cheesecake almost.
1: Yes. yes indeed.
0: Um and then for uh for favorite
1: best picture um man, I'm gonna you know, I, I I'm it's again hard to pick favorites but yeah. i have positive memories of watching unforgiven with my friends and being like wow this is a real real good movie so it's not that it's like the best of all the movies but it has a place in my heart of sitting with my friends and watching unforgiven on this brand new technology of dvd and mm. uh, and enjoying that in a in a home stu- in a home theater setting
0: ooh interesting i would not have uh, uh, pegged you for an unforgiven man Uh, You seem like a very forgiving man, if (laughs) if I may be so bold. Yes. Um, But that's a a film. All I remember is about that. I've seen that movie because I was on a real Morgan Freeman kick when I was in middle school. I remember I was like, I want to see every movie Morgan Freeman's ever been in. I don't know why I had this thought, but I watched Unforgiven and I was was, uh, pretty much zoned out the entire time. I remember Clint Eastwood was very old and um, Morgan Freeman gets beat up in one scene. Uh, So um, Chris, uh, Chris Okawa, what is your favorite ice cream and favorite Best Picture winner? Uh, So
2: non-novelty, I like Rocky Road, but my my hot take is that I honestly I more often enjoy. I get more excited about a novelty than I do any really ice cream um, that you can they can scoop. I really love novelties. I love them. I think I like a gimmick. I think that's why. And I'm cheap. So I think that that's (laughs) Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. sort of uh, where the intersection is. hits home so i really like um novelties i do enjoy chip which i like any sort of like cookie sandwich novelty um i also like drumsticks i like those too. i like push pops Ooh, so mm. you, you again the, we hit home a second time as to why i've been um whining to do the show so um <clears throat> i like the novelties and I, I mean it's gonna become clearer later i'm not really uh super familiar with um uh, best picture Winners. Um, and if apparently, if you just search on Google one time and you just go off of the image, that's really, you probably shouldn't build your entire pitch about that. Uh, but I do like The King's Speech. That was a pretty good movie. Um, I All don't right. really believe in the Academy that much. I think they make terrible choices. I think after Green Book, I think that kind of invalidated the award as a whole um, that Green Book could win Best Picture. But uh, yeah, mm. um, yeah, let's p- put me down for A King's Speech, please.
0: I feel like when it comes to Green Book, and I'm sure Green Book will come up more than once over the course of this, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a notorious film. Uh, I think in the case of Green Book, it's almost like there's an academy, um, like uh, a quota where every uh, 10 years or so, they have to have a um, racism is over movie. <laughs> so you have like Crash, you have Driving Miss Daisy, you have Green Book, all you know, sort of the same movie, I guess crash. The thesis statement isn't um, that racism is over. That movie is just like, uh, hey, what if we all just like uh, listen to each other um, and also sucks. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's just like uh, it's it's basically movies that make racism look like a very easily solved problem of like, uh, you know, if you just listen to each other, it's just take it's a done.
2: take a drive. Just take a drive.
0: Yeah, take a drive. I mean, Green Book and Driving Miss Daisy are the same movie. Um, so It's kind
2: of it's kind of a message of our main characters are are sort of fleeing racism uh, in in some ways. <laughs> In the cabs of their car.
0: In a a manner of speaking, although Green Book doesn't have um, a confusingly cast Dan Aykroyd, which uh, Driving Miss Daisy does. uh, So I I guess points there for Driving Miss Daisy. If I was forced to watch one of those movies again, I would probably choose Driving Miss Daisy over Green Book. Um, But they're both uh, pretty bad. Um, Also, my memory, Driving Miss Daisy is like three hours long. I don't think that that's true. I hope that's not true. But um, it's very boring. So uh, for me, I think that uh, um, my favorite ice cream, as established, chip, which You put something in between two cookies, and I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it. I love cookies. I'm a cookie fiend, a cookie beast, a cookie uh, griffin, if you will. Uh, I can't think of any other sort of um, fictional uh, reference of something that really likes cookies. Like but if there was uh, like a
1: monster that liked cookies. That had a name, yeah. Oh. I,
0: that's kind of far fetched, though. I think that's a bit out there for fiction. Um, fiction has its limits <laughs> it's and gross, it draws the line like there. It. Um, so uh, I love anything with cookies and I love a good chip witch. Um, and then for my favorite best picture, uh, I think a lot of mine, I mean, this is a lot of like you know, recency bias or whatever, but a lot of my favorite best pictures have been in like the past 10 years. Um I mean I was a huge fan of uh Birdman when I saw that in theaters. I thought that movie was so cool. Yeah, I like so cool. as well. I haven't revisited it since it came out and I've I've seen a lot of like uh uh you know ironic hot takes of people being like actually Birdman sucks and I I don't know if I want to revisit. I think I just want to let my memory live in a happy place. Um and then the other one, Moonlight. Um, I mean, I fucking love Moonlight. Moonlight's a movie I have revisited and does still fucking rule. So uh, Moonlight's great. Um, both of those movies, I guess, I would I would put up there. Uh, I mean, Return of the King is great. Um, it's not my favorite Lord of the Rings, but, um, but it was the last a one? Hella good movie, <laughs> yeah. And the it won, one won all the, the <laughs> 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 all the Academy Awards. In fact. Um, it won, uh, just too many. Um, I, it was, it was one of those, like, uh, it was the embodiment of their due, um, and, and good on them. Um, it was nice to see that that happened for Peter, Mr. Jackson. So that's, uh, that's my favorite. I think that's my story. I'm gonna stick to it. If I had to pick one, I'd probably say Moonlight. Um, and Parasite was great too. Parasite's good. They're yeah. all, you know, there's good movies. Movies are good. Hot take.
1: Movies are Whoa. good. Whoa. So now that oh, I've we. scrolled back through all the Best Picture winners instead of listening to Chris, um, I'm going to go with uh, Godfather Part 2. I'm going to update mine. Godfather 2 is going to be my favorite Best Picture winner. And uh, you know, since novelties are on the table, I'm also a drumstick man.
3: Mm. Ooh, I
0: also, let's let's just make it clear, we're all drumstick people here. Uh, drumsticks are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cones are amazing. I mean, just oh, love a good drumstick. And... Um, I actually haven't seen Godfather too. Is that crazy? Am I am I wrong for living my life this way?
1: You know, I I, I used to you know judge people for not seeing things, and there's so much content to consume now that it's I true. am you know I I can't do that. And like I'm a huge sci-fi nerd, and people will start talking about Doctor Who, and I'll kind of blank stare, and it's like that's a blind mm-hmm. spot in my geekdom. I just I haven't <sighs> been able you to know, see any
0: of it so. I think you're you're probably fine. Um, I am not a defender of that universe, <laughs> Doctor Who's. Um, and that's a that's a that show is a oh, big old mess. And <laughs> Stephen Moffat could go fuck himself.
2: Oh, um, so uh, so many hot takes in an ice cream themed episode. Oh my
0: god! Now I mean, that, that I know that we, we have the little e next to this episode, that affects some of my content later. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. it's. <laughs> You know, maybe maybe I should have been doing that from the start. But uh, hey, you know what? Uh, we live and learn in the podcast game, just like Sonic Adventure Two. So uh, I have seen The Godfather twice. I think seen it exactly. Oh, that two counts times. as so seeing the part two. Then basically, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, basically you saw seeing... Godfather two X. It's the same thing.
1: Like, what if De Niro uh-huh. was in it and Brando wasn't?
0: That's <laughs> here's my here's 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 a here's a fun story from my childhood that is wholly unrelated to everything. Uh, when I was a kid, um, I, we went and saw the the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, and I loved the movie so much. And then I saw a trailer for uh, the remake of A Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street with the girl from Matilda and all that. And I thought that it was the Santa Claus 2. So I like insisted to my parents. I was like, I want to go see the Santa Claus 2. I want to go see the Santa Claus 2. And they didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. (laughs) So they just took me to see the Santa Claus again. (laughs) So I saw the Santa Claus in theaters twice. And it took me a while into viewing the first one to realize it was the first one again. And that it wasn't a sequel. I think in my child's brain, I was like, wow, this one starts. It's a lot like the first one. A, they're really treading a lot of the same ground here. This is a real Home Alone 2 situation. <laughs> um, so that's my, uh, that's my glimpse into uh, the childhood of, of Mr. Matthew Schott. Uh, so enjoy that, listeners. And, and I, that actress is Mara Wilson, who whenever Mara Wilson,
1: yes. whenever uh, Chris Okawa says Rooney Mara, that is who I picture in my mind. Um, so bring it full circle to, uh, to calling the previous episode. And there's
2: Rooney. I don't even have to waste any time of my pitch on Rooney. There she Thank is. She's God in the episode. We got one of the Mara sisters in, in there. here. Added to the wiki fandom. There we go.
0: Now, if somebody could get one of these ice creams to cost as much as The Force Awakens, then we will be totally <laughs> sad. I, I
1: have some pretty high dollar things coming up, but I don't think it's Force Awakens.
0: Level. <laughs> I
2: don't think we're playing with Force Awakens money here.
0: <laughs> I don't even think that's the most expensive of the sequel trilogy. Like, surely the other two cost more than the Force Awakens, but it will forever be my metric. It's a really good entry. So <laughs> with that, I think it's time for Chris and I to um usher guest Chris. Into the sacred realm. It's like in Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. where Ganondorf was trying to get access to the sacred realm. What he was trying to get access to was the pitch zone. That's where he was trying to get to. And so <laughs> that is where we will now go to. And hopefully for this, this week's pitch zone theme, we're gonna have something very angelic, <laughs> very um like, like a nice choir sound to it. You know, something like being <laughs> ushered. Into the gates of heaven and yeah. um uh this is this is going to be great if this ends up being something that I have to make because it's going to be the worst <laughs> thing you'll ever hear so audience enjoy either the best thing you've ever heard <laughs> or the worst thing you've ever heard it's really a 50 50 chance at this point as we enter into the pitch zone
1: it's
3: pitch, time. It's pitch time.
2: You had to do the one genre we don't have in the can already.
0: <laughs> that's right, baby. I like to make things difficult. You monster.
3: Welcome,
0: welcome <laughs> to the pit zone. We're here in the pit zone. I tripped over
1: a snuggie.
0: <laughs> that in and <laughs> of itself could have been. Oh, that's not a pitch supposed to be beat. there.
2: Marsha, Marcia? <laughs> Marsha's been cleaning the place. Marsha, she's new. We'll we'll get that. Yeah, to her. We, I'll we, take hired, that from we hired we hired a cleaning She.
0: You actually tripped over Marsha. She was wearing the uh swift. <laughs> oh my Snuggie. god, Marsha, sleep <laughs> on the job again. Marsha wow, you, you're small, Marsha. Cleaning up uh, all around here. So here we are in the pitch zone where pitches are putched and um putches are pitched. So first up here on the uh pitcher's mound is of course uh number 137. Mr. Chris Sokawa, MVP, Rookie of the Year. His collectible trading card is worth uh, a whopping forty-two dollars at uh, at trading card uh, conventions. So look out for that. It's a foil, holographic, first edition. First up, Chris Okawa, turning ice cream into <laughs> no way. If this backwards.
2: was a baseball game, I would have had time to run the bases during this intro. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been escorted <laughs> off the field by security, questioned look. extensively, and then brought back into the on-deck
0: circle. Um, okay, so. <laughs> okay. Look, this it is my trademark as a broadcaster to just draw, draw this shit out. out. <laughs> so I will, I will oh. talk as long as I damn well please. <laughs> but it is no longer my time to talk. It is now Chris's time to talk. Uh, Chris Okawa, batter up.
2: Um, so, uh, thank you for that. Fine, fine intro. Um, this is in case you want to cut that argument we had. Um, but, uh, I, it was hard for me to pick which ones to create because I, again, I've been craving this episode for a while. There's a couple topics, um, a couple of, uh, films that I didn't, that didn't quite make the cut. I wanted to list those, reel those off real quick. Um, so some, uh, runners up, uh, for potential novelties I could have, uh, converted are Craving Private Ryan. Uh, Caramel vs. Caramel, Shakespeare and Chocolate, uh Chariots of Fire, and that's spelled like cherry the fruit, uh, Tastes of Endearment, uh, The Lime yeah. Mile, and 120 Days of Sodom. Uh, so <clears throat>
0: <laughs> there is no podcast in the world that gets more, <laughs> more Marquis Desage play. <laughs> more airtime to Desaj. <laughs>
3: Oh,
1: so when you, when you look at like the Google trends of search activity for Marquita Saad.
0: <laughs> it's all coming from me. It's all me.
1: Um, So uh,
2: my uh, brand, my novelty brand, I wanted to come up with a brand called the brand is called uh, Stick It To Me. And our mission is that our sticks are actually the star of our show. We make good ice cream. We make thoughtful novelties. But, you know, I came up in the in the days of. You know, popsicle where they had the jokes and the gags on the on the stick, Um, you know, and you had you had content even down to the last drop. And I wanted to create that, recreate that experience for this new generation. So uh, my my one of two uh, adaptations of a best picture uh, into an ice cream novelty is uh, American Tutti Frutti um, based on American Beauty, of course. Um, So the wrapper is uh, of exact miniaturized a replica of the plastic bag uh, of American Beauty Fame. Uh, So I I did the wrapper, the stick, and then I talk about the ice cream. But we'll we'll leave the stick for last on this one. Uh, So the wrapper is the little plastic bag from the monologue. Um, The ice cream is like a Turkish (laughs) delight rosewater sorbet, very light, very dainty, artful um, with uh, candied orange peel bits um in there this is a more refined it's a more refined ice cream um it's an ice cream with a, a juvenile title a youthful title, uh, but to be enjoyed by uh, creepy older sex offenders. So, and when you get to the uh, the heart of the stick, the stick seems very plain. It's oddly plain uh, for this to get to me. Uh, brand, you're like, well, wh- what is it? What's what does this stick say? Like, what what does the stick have to offer? It's all about the stick. I heard about the sticks. Um, Mr. Slugworth sent me here to to steal a stick for him, and uh, so you get to the center of it. The stick. And uh, when you get to it, it, it just reads very plainly. It's a statement that says uh, Kevin Spacey was a real life villain, sex criminal, sheltered <laughs> by the Weinstein Hollywood, uh, but their time is up. And <laughs> with the period at the end. Um, it's a zinger. And so uh, that's, that's the American TD uh, Free. It's a really simple one, it's a lot less. <laughs> involved in my uh, secondary adaptation now a little bit of preference for this one um I thought that the Shawshank Redemption won any Oscars and (laughs) this is due to a variety of factors one is I really like the Shawshank Redemption uh and that's most of the factors but another one was I was in China last year um no I didn't do it um but I was in China last year uh and uh they I was talking to a friend and they, they said to like, do you know what the number one film in China is? And everyone, what does everyone love in China? Like what movie do they love? And I was like, I don't know, Forrest Gump. And they're like, yeah, that's like number four. It just got here. And I'm like, <laughs> cool. Um, and then they were like, no, no, no. Are you familiar with this one? It's the one with the poster. And I'm like, is it the Shawshank Redemption? They're like, yes. So the film about a man who digs an escape over the co- using a spoon clandestinely over the course of 30 years is every Chinese person's favorite movie in theory. Uh, and I thought that was so poetically beautiful, more poetically beautiful than any monologue about a a, a garbage bag. So um, I, it sort of stuck with me and I guess I got it in my brain uh, that it was, it was in fact, the most miraculous movie ever made. So how could it not win uh, an Oscar? Uh, so uh my novelty uh for that is called the Shawshank refreshment um and the the wrapper <laughs> is a weathered uh Rita Hayworth poster of course, <laughs> of course. Full size, like it's folded like origami style. <laughs> so it's a massive thing you're that, that you're being this, handed. Like, forever. It has to be packed in so much dry ice. So that's gonna bring our budget up. Not quite to Force Awakens levels, but um <laughs> the ice cream itself, I wanted it to be um I wanted it to be uh, true to the story. I want it to be a sort of Central American uh, tropical sorbet, um, much like the final destination of our uh, two characters. Um, And uh, so it's a it's a delicious light tropical sorbet. Um, It's deep red and it's in the shape of a stamp. Uh, And we'll 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 uh, we'll get to that in in a second here. And, uh, it's, uh, so the, it's all about the stick with this one. This one, it's, as you enjoy, you, you start to peel back the layers of the sorbet, uh, and you, uh, you, you get closer and closer to the, uh, core of this stick. Um, so the stick, um, is, uh, the stick is a ruler. It's a ruler from the Shawshank prison library. And as you continue to, to to enjoy this fruity tart sorbet, you get closer to the center. In the center, it says Brooks was here. And you're starting to feel this wave of emotion. You're like, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it. I think this is, this is, this is sadder than watching the movie somehow. Um, and, and there's a sensor on this ruler and as the sensor detects light like light touches the sensor indicating that you've enjoyed a majority of your uh, tropical sorbet uh, the following audio uh, plays out of this ruler this thick ruler you hold in your hand i look back on the way i was then a young stupid kid who committed that terrible crime i want to talk to him I want to try to talk some sense to him. Tell him the way things are. But I can't. That kid's long gone. This old man is all that's left. I got to live with that. <laughs> Rehabilitated. It's just a bullshit word. So you go on and stamp your form, sonny. Stop wasting my time. Because to tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. And you're sitting there and it's very loud. This is important. It's a very, it's very loud. Like we're partnering with Jambox. This is everyone's going to know that you're eating a secret <laughs> Everyone I, in I, the I, block I, is going to know hearing the dulcet archived <laughs> tones of this man who should have won a fucking
0: Oscar. Why didn't they get an Oscar? Which can I just point out to the listening audience that uh, being that this is the medium of podcast, Podcast that is not being recorded live. Uh, we could have uh, put that song in and post. Oh, we could. But, have. Uh, Chris we did not. Instead, wanted to hold his phone up to the microphone.
2: Oh. But For that's the, the ultimate audio quality. and
0: high quality listening.
2: Oh, I mean, God. you have to. We're dealing with waterproof speakers. Um, it's somewhat muffled <laughs> by uh, the uh, sorbet. You know, by that uh, that Zio Watenyo, uh, uh sorbet. Uh, it's, it's going to be delicious, but more importantly, it's going to be meaningful, um, is what I would say in our press release from, um, stick it to me. So, uh, what do we, what do we think, gentlemen? What do we think of these two delicious experiences we've recreated for you?
0: Damn. Okay. Um, wow. I don't know where to begin. Um, You'll be excited to hear that I also tackled American Beauty as one of my ice creams. Oh, so my God. Officially, no no this way. This is officially our first time of uh, a crossover of multiple pitches covering the same thing in an episode like this. I never like thought this, it would happen. It took 12 episodes, wow. but we finally got here. I'm so glad. Um, I never thought it would happen. I, uh, man, I mean, I think, I feel like... The Shawshank Redemption ice cream, as delicious and um, nostalgic as it sounds, should almost be disqualified because it did, in fact, not win Best Picture. It (laughs) didn't, but uh,
2: didn't you enjoy that impression?
0: I mean, that was great. Uh, And the rules on this show are quite ill-defined. So (laughs) perhaps it is pedantic of me to be a stickler to such ill-defined rules. Um, So I guess I'll give that one a cautious yellow light, a yellow light. But like the uh, the the traffic light is kind of is like broken a little bit. It's one of those traffic lights you pull up to. Yeah, it's like a traffic light that you pull up to at like midnight and it's red and you're like sitting there for a while and you're like, nobody's coming, though. Like, I mean, (laughs) should I just go? I can't go because it's illegal. And so you like back up and then you pull forward. You're trying to trip the sensor and you're like, it's still fucking red, but like there's nobody here. It's like 1230 AM. I should just go. And then the second you start to like inch over, like a cop pulls up next to you and you're like, Oh, just checking the tires.
3: Yeah, the car works great. I'm,
0: I'm just sitting here and you have yourself a little heart attack uh, over on um uh, Algonquian Parkway, so um, that's uh, that's that's what I'm gonna give. That experience is what I'm gonna give your uh, Shawshank Redemption ice cream. Now for the uh, American Beauty ice cream, I have one very important question, and that is when you take the wrapper off the wrapper, which is the plastic bag from the movie, does it wistfully kind of does float the ice away cream and change then... its mind? <laughs> <laughs> i guess this is a two-part question so number one does when you take the bag off do rose petals shoot out from the uh, from under the uh under the bag and then number two does the bag does the bag kind of wistfully blow in the wind and just kind of float around for a while giving you a moment to kind of reflect on the little things in life the 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 simple moments that are that are truly so beautiful
2: yeah, I'm glad that you asked that second piece because uh, apparently the reader uh, won an Oscar too, so it was a, a more qualified, oddly enough, than The Shawshank Redemption. Um, I wanted to incorporate the ice cream salesman into these ice cream experiences. So I think in the case of American Beauty, uh, I would have the ice cream salesman sort of just very quietly walk by with those miniature little hand fans that you see people on the subway with in the summer. <laughs> and he just like very covertly blows the bag as it like <laughs> becomes unwrapped. As it, it in the reader, if they were, it was actually, I was going to do just a traditional vanilla ice cream swirl, but then the uh, the ice cream salesman would sort of walk up behind you and wrap his arm around you and, and eat the <laughs> ice cream next to your face. Um, so, uh, so I really... Really, am open to incorporating, um, you know, uh, assistance in in our ice cream experiences. So, I thank you for for bringing that to our attention. We're definitely interested in that.
1: This is uh, this is Jasper from uh, Environmental Impact. Um, I oh, hey, uh, couldn't help but notice that uh, one of yours is packaged with with a plastic. Plastic bag, a little plastic bag, and the second uh, has a battery inside of a food item. Um, if you could, uh, maybe uh, what what can we do to mitigate this? Uh, I, I I suppose we could construct some sort of uh, some sort of compostable plastic, but that'll drive the price way up. Uh, uh, what, what sort of uh, ideas if do you I could have just
0: um, if I could just butt in for a minute? This is uh, this is Tony. From uh, manufacturing, and I'm sorry to say, we've already built all the ruler sticks (laughs) with the batteries. Uh, We put lithium batteries in all of them. Uh, We got them from a leftover. Uh, They were leftover at a Samsung plant. Uh, We got them on wholesale. They were very cheap. But uh, there's about uh, a one in the one in 15 chance that these guys are going to blow and they Uh, cannot be brought on a plane. Do not eat this ice cream on a plane. And uh, I cannot
2: caution this enough. We got to call our people at at, uh, JetBlue because I think they were really excited about it. Um, So there's (laughs) two. I'll talk to Jasper. First Jasper. Um, We do have an acoustic uh, version um, for uh, countries that can't get non-toxic batteries. Um, I am just now realizing deep freezing and also uh, sort of submerging in dairy (laughs) liquid is not probably good for batteries. Um, You know, I'm really, you know, I'm the pitch guy. I'm just the idea, man. Um, but unfortunately, there's a straight pipeline, apparently, to manufacturing. And they <laughs> sort of just ran with my idea on this you one. You have an idea. Um, and it the acoustic version of this is, again, it incorporates me uh, as uh, the uh, proprietor of the van. And I st- you just hear from the where they normally play that you hear, like, maybe the, the ice cream music stops playing. like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> I look back on the way I was then. <laughs> With no accompanying music, so it's just a, a van talking to a small child as they enjoy a very confusing treat. Um, yeah, it's a, it, I agree, Jasper. It's 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 a very bad idea, and the one in fifteen that we got from manufacturing is not, um, good. I think that we could probably remedy this with price point, right? And we could just just crash demand so we can sell maybe thirty, and just we can we can lose two kids, right? We can we can yeah, lose. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can part with two out uh, of them. This is Tony
0: again from manufacturing. <laughs> yeah, hey, Tony. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, ice creams have already been sent out. And uh oh. we've lost a bit a bit more than two kids so far. No, Tony. I'm sorry to say Tony, did As we print the MSRP
2: out, on the on the ice
0: creams? We can't we <laughs> can't ike them up? The thing is is kids just love to show shake redemption, you know. Oh the kids they can't get enough of that TMT and the AMC. They're always watching the Shawshake Redemption on there. <laughs> so as soon as they heard we had these Shawshank Redemptions, which uh, uh presented... Shawshank refreshments,
2: but I don't expect yes, you to it... know that, Tony, but thank you.
0: <laughs> the Shawshake refreshments. Uh, I make a lot of ice cream, all right? <laughs> as soon as the kids found out we had these Shawshake refreshments and these beautiful uh Hayworth handcrafted Hayworth origami swans. <laughs> <laughs> these, these beautiful cranes and swans and some of them are even shaped in the shape of tim robbins's beautiful head uh you know it's a large head you can put uh, a little ice cream the in kids there just came they sold they sold out like hotcakes. i mean in a matter of moments between that and the big uh, jet blue sale that we did uh you know just wow. sold out like hotcakes.
2: we are we may have committed an act of terrorism with this ice this cream this I think this is this
1: This is Ethan from Negative SEO. Uh, It's fine. What we'll do is uh, we're going to run a a few uh, BuzzFeed listicles about actors who violated more young people than the Shawshank refreshment has. So uh, it's going to be fine. Now, it may affect our American beauty sales, but uh, what do you do?
0: But yeah, I mean, can, I, it, it cannot be sold in New York. Let us also just say the plastic bags and you it can't cannot it be sold York.
2: within 100 yards of any school. So we may come into, <laughs> so it, you know, these are these are, I like. But, you know, I like how dicey these two these two daring uh, approaches are. Um, I mean, I, I can I can already see the commercial. Maybe it's like a, we love a YouTube Red ad on this show. So maybe it's a YouTube Red ad that you can't skip. And it's just like <laughs> Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne, the only ice cream bar I ever saw climb through two miles of chocolate and come out clean on the other side. The Shawshank refreshment. Eat with caution.
0: Uh, <laughs> hi, this is uh, Shulk from uh, the Adjustments Department, from the Adjustments Bureau, if you will. Yeah. And uh, I just had a quick, uh, quick uh, tweak I wanted to put on this. Uh, for these uh, Shawshank branded uh, ice cream trucks that we're going to be sending out, uh, is it possible to have out of the loudspeakers uh, instead of you know your classic ragtime songs? Can we just <laughs> have Morgan Freeman singing? Right singing the entertainer can we have him just
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes exactly uh soulfully and, and <laughs> wistfully um
2: yeah it's like he's just sort of humming to himself he's not even performing it really it's almost like it feels
0: uh like, like a of, like a spoken word version uh, of I, the I, entertainer f- for sure, i for
1: sure thought you were gonna go with the marriage of figaro the opera that they all listen to in the in the jail yard but uh but Morgan Freeman bellowing the <laughs> is much more no, inviting. That's
2: too, that's too accurate, Ethan. It's too accurate. We have to think obtusely. We have to yeah, make this uh, as hard as possible.
0: That is the slogan of the adaptation game is we have to think obtusely. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's going to be a shirt. Sure. Well, I guess it really doesn't matter at this point what light I give because uh, already they've already production. been sent out. I mean, it's, we have them been, on Jet you know, blues yeah. across the country. Yeah. I mean, I get it too, Very
1: enthusiastic. Green lights up. Oh, I love to hear it.
2: I love to hear uh, it, and I expect <laughs> nothing less from a guest who will be subjected to our scrutiny
0: momentarily. You can't. You can't the, the listeners at home can't see it, but he put on two Green Lantern rings and then projected two thumbs up, and that's how he gave. Um, that's how he gave two green thumbs up.
3: Shazam. Um,
0: to green lights up, uh, whereas I have the yellow ring of, of Sinestro, and I'm giving it the cautious uh, blinking. So, uh, moving on then, uh, away from uh, Chris's uh, plastic bag factory and exploding um, ice creams, uh, on to uh, guest Chris. Let's hear your pitches batter up. Alright,
1: um, really uh, really grateful for the opportunity to, to step into the pitch zone. Uh, I have Two very disparate offerings. The first is a lot more boutique and uh, kind of like an artisan. And the second is uh, really just designed to infuriate Chris. So um, <laughs> we're going to start here. The two of you, uh, you know, you're you're talking, you're having a conversation about uh, artisan ice cream and like, oh, yeah, with uh, people making ice cream with avocado and lavender and all. Yeah, yeah. You know, we should we should try one of those. Someone recommends a spot to you that actually does artisan ice cream based off of movies and it's very experiential. So you walk into the Bafo and uh, here we serve a variety of movie themed artisan ice cream treats. Now, uh, obviously they're going to serve Shirley temples and whatnot. The menu is a lot to take in when you look at it. It's got all these titles, all this explanation. It takes itself very seriously. It's very pretentious. Uh, So you ask the waiter for advice and he says, Hey, do you want me to surprise you with a critically acclaimed dessert? You say, well, of course. So, what appears before you is uh, if you've ever had like a beer flight on like a paddle with, with holes in it, it's, it's very similar to that. It's a mahogany paddle like aged mm. with cutouts for these four half pints mm. that are in front of you. The wow. first is, uh, is cranberry on the top. It is very tart. It is mm. not. Good. The second is a very (laughs) rich vanilla on the top. It's it's nice. Uh it's maybe a little more vanilla. This it's just right on the edge of too much, but it is very nice. The third is definitely in that savory artisan. It takes a it takes a turn because what is this? Is this frozen gravy and parsnip? This is Yankee pot roast. Okay. And the fourth is Jameson and cocaine, and you realize you've been served the departed. Now the <laughs> bottom of the first one the cranberry one as you eat down it actually actually the cranberry fades to this amazing irish cream it's it's rich oh. and it's and it's delicious and it's like wow that was amazing the second one the one that was this really sweet vanilla on the top you eat down is this dark chocolate is that coffee bean no this is oh it, is this canine feces? No, it's dog shit. But it is food safe. Dog Whoa. shit. This is actual wow. dog this is actual dog shit. Okay. All right. Now the third one, wow. the Yankee pot roast. The bottom of the paddle has actually had a warmer in it and over the course of the night it's swarmed up and you've warmed to it as well. This is actually quite good Yankee pot roast. Not good as ice cream, but as it's warmed up, this is this is quite good. The fourth one, jameson it turns out to be artificial but the cocaine is real uh and there is a <laughs> bullet in the bottom of the first second and fourth pints and that <clears throat> is how you enjoy the departed it costs five hundred dollars mm. mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. love a we love a pricey pitch uh so are wow. we are we are
2: we uh are we inviting the folks in from the r&d in between pitches or should we wait till the end
1: Uh, I mean, it's it's, it's your call. I can, I can give you a couple more things that happen in, in this particular, uh, within Bafo, within the Bafo. Uh, you can also get the Gandhi, um, which is very expensive. Um, and uh, you can either get a small, which is someone follows you for a week and doesn't let you eat, or a large, and someone follows you for two weeks and slaps food uh, out of your mouth as you try to eat it. You can sample it, <laughs> but that's someone just follow you for the rest of the day. Uh,
2: there's so also, Both of them contain an alarming amount of sex. You would not expect it. <laughs> You'd
3: be shocked. You would wouldn't be, write it and
2: in it your not, that's and for if sure. you
0: And if you talk to the ice cream for, you know, if you talk to this, this, this man following you around for a while, then he starts to say some uncomfortable things about black people. And Sorry? you're like, oh. Okay, you know what i'm just gonna keep this image you know pure in my head
1: ah. oh, yeah don't meet your heroes ice creams um and then um the the other great name for an ice cream the, the most store. expensive ice cream that we serve at Bafo is uh it's called the oil man it's ten thousand dollars you need to book it in advance like you would a deep dish pizza and we make you uh, a shake with uh with with, with you know, organic milk, a uh, responsibly sourced sugar, and uh, we make the chocolate in house. It's delicious. And then the Daniel Day Lewis gets a very long straw. <laughs> And drinks your
2: bullshit. <laughs> it drinks it from you. And uh, do you get a I abandon my boy, abandon my son discount on that one? <laughs> if you can abandon your son outside. <laughs> if you can yeah. demonstra- <laughs> if you could demonstrably keep your child from entering this famed ice cream shop and eat it in front of them <laughs> <laughs> in sign language, yes. then you get yes, a absolutely. fat discount.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I have to dock points for another Best Picture nominee. That uh, did not uh, win best now, picture. Now, if, uh,
1: if I if I may, the email that I received said, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> said Oscar-winning films. Yeah, not oh, best picture. That's true. Oh. And there's a oh, lot Chris. of categories, my friend. You were in anyway. that email
2: too. <laughs> 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 that's what All I right. was hoping to so, get
1: with Shawshank. I was like, he, he, someone must have won something. <laughs> All right, so so the the offer there is departed at Bafo, and then we can go to the second one. If uh, let's let's I, I'm I welcome feedback on the Buffalo experience, the experiential ice cream, uh, boutique in Manhattan.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm always obviously a fan of any, um, any pitch that turns into a lavish experience. Uh, I also am a fan of any food based pitch that, uh, carefully walks the line of, uh, being inedible, um, and also includes, uh, (laughs) narcotics of some kind, (laughs) Uh, so I, I, you know, I'm on board for for that. Um, and I think that, you know, my hope would be for this departed ice cream would be that you would have like hipster Manhattan nights. Uh, and I can say that because I am I am one. Uh, I, I live in Manhattan. I'm not hip. And uh, you'd have these hip, young, you know, yo pros being like, hey, do you want to eat shit? Let's go eat shit, <laughs> um, no, man, and then like, they'd go. You haven't yeah. really
1: tried ice cream unless you. Yeah, I think that you haven't should had be ice the...
0: cream unless you've eaten shit.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, Harry from HIPAA and slogans. I'm a very uh, I have a lot of range as a professional. <laughs> uh, so it just struck me um, a slogan. It should say the departed ice cream. I uh, eat shit, I think in quotes, though, <laughs> so that people will, will be like, did he really mean that? I don't know. And they'll get like three quarters of the way through the dish and be like, it's not really shit, is it? They wouldn't feed us actual shit here. Sure, I, think... I see a crying child out on the street and a screaming Daniel Day Lewis in shoes that are too tight. But I, I, they wouldn't make me eat actual dog shit. I'm an American. I think,
0: I think what we should get is we should get uh, some cups. Uh, to serve these out of that, play the what's um, oh, the fucking Irish band that's in that uh, that's Molly. in that movie? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah they just get that, just get that blasting at full volume, but it gets. It gets louder and louder as you eat the ice cream. And then that night when you get home, uh, after eating the ice cream, and this is this is probably where we're going to get into the Force Awakens budget uh, with being this happens. Good, good. But uh, that, as, after eating this ice cream, when you get home, uh, you are greeted by Mark Wahlberg, who then shoots you in the head. <laughs> His hourly is steep. I like that. <laughs>
1: Look, if you're serious about ice cream, if your commitment level is this high, you need to try the party. Can,
2: can we have a, uh, uh, hey, this is this is Jeremy from Pop-Ups. No one likes me because no one likes Pop-Ups. But anyway, I think we can get Scorsese in there. Scorsese is what he likes to be called. Not a lot of people know that. Uh, Scorsese can be working the counter one time, and everyone that asks for samples, he can just hand him a cup of the shit. And it just every sample is the dog shit. They're like, oh, a oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Let me just get that for you. All right, there you go. Is it delicious? Fucking eat it. Eat all of it in front of me. You know? I don't know. It's just an idea for a pop-up. You know I me. Mean? I'm just I'm the
1: idea guy. I mean, I think uh I think you know, Scorsese is one of those guys that he can hand you a cup of of shit and you'll be like, wow. <laughs> This is really, really good. You probably deserve an award for
0: this. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, uh, hey, this is uh, Tony again coming in from uh, manufacturing and practicalities uh, department. And uh, I just have to tell you guys, I know you're worried about costs, but as we do, we found another great cost-cutting measure. We got Donnie Wahlberg. He's going to (laughs) be at a lot of these people's houses. But the thing is, is it's going to be dark when you first walk into your house. You're not going to realize, oh, that's not the right Wahlberg.
3: Wahlberg.
0: (laughs) You know, you're going to see kind of the vague outline of a Wahlberg-esque shape, and you're going to be like, oh my God, it's just like the movie, which is the experience that we're shooting for
1: here. God bless you, Tony.
0: <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, don't forget about it.
2: Yeah, Tony. Tony's one employee of the month six times, but he's <laughs> never once attended the luncheon. Fun facts about our employees here in the pitch zone. Yeah, Thank you, He's Tony. got a lot
0: of. He's got a lot of troubles at home. His wife, uh, his wife Carmela, and he are always, uh, yeah. But free heads. pizza
2: cannot solve all problems. Tony is living <laughs> no, proof no, of no. that.
0: <clears throat> uh well okay so i think i think it's it's safe to say we've got some green lights uh coming oh, around here Oh yeah for, for the uh, departed
2: you hit us with this uh, part 2 aruni Yeah
0: All please right. please so continue the If i'm not I, uh, if I, Fecal matter and
2: then
1: killed. I will be disappointed.
3: <laughs> yeah, you've set the bar very high
1: for yourself, this, my friend. Okay, this is uh, okay. Good, good. Because I was, like I said, Actually, I was kind of uh, aiming to disappoint oh. with the second. Uh, with the second. Well, and,
2: and, uh, sorry, this is Jeremy from Pop Ups. I, I, I'm interning at slogans, and I just had an idea. If We can change it from eat shit. It can be eat shit and
1: die now. Thank
2: you so much. That's all my time for tonight.
3: <laughs>
1: Perfect. All right. Okay. So uh, the second one, um, I kind of, I kind of fell into a rabbit hole and I just, I just kept going and um, yeah, you're just gonna have to deal with this. So this is a uh, ice cream truck uh, with a variety of things. And uh, so you, you, you would, uh, you see some things that you expect, like how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb pop. If Mm. Chaco street could taco the big shortcake, (laughs) Uh, we are out of drumsticks because our distributor got, whiplash uh you know anyway but we we serve uh, mini ice creams like uh, pecan with the wind the french vanilla connection rocky mm. road uh, if you're looking for dairy-free <laughs> options might i recommend 12 years of shave ice it's the greatest no, snow cone on not, earth featuring flavors like the king's peach uh, the shape of watermelon shakes pear in love green apple book And uh, Halle Berry. I actually I served a Halle Berry to Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe was Gladiator. And uh, if you enjoy (laughs) two flavors together, um, we do have a soft serve machine. And if you like your soft serve a mix of depressing and inspiring, might I recommend Schindler's Twist?
2: Oh.
0: I'm sorry, real quick. This is um this is Caremy. Uh uh, I'm also from your pop up department. Um I'm I'm the brother the of the gentleman you caramel, you're you, taking my microphone away. <laughs> hey, just let me talk for one second. Okay, sorry, I just want to I say That I love you too, brother. you will always be um, my brother. <laughs> we're we're brothers. That's why we sound so similar. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that. I want to I want to see if there's a way we could get a Russell Crowe ice cream so that we could have another slogan be uh, you're going to have to eat crow on this one.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Thank Karim. you.
0: Thank that's you. I'm good. leaving now. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> um, anyway, and if you're in the mood for more of like a snack, our sister food truck is Chili Dog Millionaire.
3: Hmm. <laughs>
0: i mean i i i have to I have to just say that I think that the greatest thing that I've heard all year is if Chaco Street could taco could taco that's the greatest this greatest thing, honestly like i I don't think I need to hear anything else. I think you've won this episode of the adaptation game uh you collect your prize at the door uh, this this week's door prize. Is a uh, a laser copy of uh, the movie Amadeus, <laughs> the Academy um, Award winning uh, the Shawshank Redemption.
2: <laughs> We're in America in 2020. If you just say it's true enough times, it will become so. That's
0: the secret, my friend. You're manifesting it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, all of that was incredible. I mean, that was just like a that was just like a rapid fire machine gun of incredible ideas. Feel like it was part of a and Simpsons
1: episode. Like uh, yeah. on a really bad bad ice cream truck. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, that was that. Was, you should try to get a job as an animator for that show because you do a great job just animating the backgrounds of uh, the just all the, sh- the stores and shops that they walk by because yeah. uh, it was all gold. If Chaco Street could taco, Um I'm gonna oh, call. I don't know if you said if Chaco Street could Taco Street, but I'm gonna keep calling it if Taco Street could ch- <laughs> if, if Chaco Street could Taco Street. I
1: didn't say street, but it works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it is it is it has a nice uh, repetitiveness to it uh, that I'm that I'm on un- nice, board uh, with. Nice symmetry. Yeah. yeah. exactly. Um <laughs> Choco I, Street,
1: Katako street.
0: Honestly, hey, somebody somebody at home make us some uh wrappers for Chaco street <laughs> Katago street. Yeah. Uh cuz that's that's uh, that's that's a t-shirt that I think we need to get made. Um yeah, no, this was all gold. Uh, I'm giving you a, a thousand green lights. I'm giving you <laughs> so many green lights that I'm making a big green light fist with it. And then I'm uh, out of all these green lights and then I'm knocking the uh, CGI villain from the Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds film into the sun with a big green light fist. Good old. Uh, whatever the, the bad guy was in that movie. Um, the bad guy Phalax was the studio that allowed it to be made.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> we both went <have> to the same <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> basically. Same joke.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, I uh, Jeremy and Karami are all worked up in the background, just really pounding on the on the glass. They're not allowed inside with the adults, so uh, <laughs> nah, they're just giving anymore. they're giving us a, they're they're uh, fogging up the glass and writing hearts and big thumbs up. So big thumbs up from the employees, which uh, makes me very happy. So that's a that's a thumbs up from me all around. Fantastic.
0: Well thank you so much um thank you so much guest Chris uh I almost called you Chaco because your 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 pitches has officially melted my brain, which is exactly the kind of space <laughs> I wanna be in for oh, no. uh when I'm pitching um because uh similarly to the just like what I can only describe as beat poetry that we just heard <laughs> yeah um. Mine is mine is sort of like a, a series of 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 concepts. Um, if if you'll allow me to take the picture's mound, so <clears throat> for transforming best picture into uh, best ice cream for me. Um, I wanted to instead of focusing on the ice cream itself, which I think you gentlemen did an ample and wonderful job of doing. You did a did such a amply good job that you could perhaps fill some hills with those ample, ample hill. hills. Uh, that's ice cream, right? It is. Um, Okay, great! I'm killing it so far. Yeah. So um, I wanted to create a, a series of ice cream experiences that you could have uh, centered around an ice cream truck that would basically be an art installation that would drive through uh, uh, through Upper Manhattan, through you know Harlem, the Heights, Inwood, all those places, and deliver um, deliver ice cream experiences to people. So the first ice cream experience is based on the uh, 1938 Best Picture winner, uh, You Can't Take It With You. Mm. And uh, basically, this is an this is a vanilla ice cream cone. You're just given like a standard ice cream cone. Uh, however, if you attempt to uh, move... Without if you attempt to move outside of the range of sight of the ice cream truck, uh, then the ice cream self destructs and detonates oh. uh, because you are not allowed to take this ice cream with you, you have to eat it there at the ice cream truck. And if you cannot finish it in time before the ice cream truck begins to move, you then have to follow the ice cream truck, you have to keep it you have to keep it within a certain distance. So it almost becomes like speed, although that's not a, uh, that's not one of the movies, uh, nominated for an Academy award, although perhaps that's something we should take up with the Academy. Uh, you have to, it, it becomes a sort of uh death game, if you will, because the ice cream cone is also attached to your hand. Oh! Um, wow. it is, uh, attached to your hand with barbed wire, Oh! Um, which now I, I can't say I've seen the film. You can't take it with you. <laughs> Um,
3: yeah, blame
0: but me. I imagine.
2: Or the play? Did I imagine this is
0: probably. <laughs> this has got to be pretty close to a scene from the film.
1: Yeah, you nailed sure. it. Yeah, that's exactly the <laughs> Exactly,
2: yeah. <laughs> it is I a sort that, of death, it is a game reveal. of death,
0: if you will. <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's fair that I am forthcoming with I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> so next up, uh, I also have up, um, <laughs> the 1941 uh, Best Picture winner, How Green Was My Valley. Mm. Now, for this ice cream, it's this is a this is a very interesting experience because you're given an ice cream that looks pretty good. In the moment, you get this you get this beautiful uh, green tea ice cream mm. with some like sprinkles standing up. So it kind of looks like grass. You know, it's like this whole kind of picturesque uh, image and you eat it and you kind of just feel like,
3: mm,
0: OK, that was fine. Um It's a it's going to be scientifically designed. I have the boys in the lab uh, working. Uh, Tony is spearheading that whole development um, on uh, scientifically manufacturing the most mediocre and forgettable flavor imaginable so that uh, it's not bad. It's just not good either. It just kind of tastes. Yeah, it's the perfect five. Exactly. Middle of the road. And then once you consume this ice cream cone, and and it's also very filling. It's a bit like lambus bread.
2: Uh, (laughs) Okay, a fictional food?
0: (laughs) Yes, well, fictional for now. Oh, that's Uh, fair. And, um, you know, it's very filling. Uh, So that you don't really have room in your stomach. It's also a big cone. You don't really have room in your stomach for another ice cream. And just as you begin to feel that way, the ice cream truck driver will display another significantly better looking ice cream cone called the Citizen Kane. Okay. And... You will say, like, oh, actually, I probably in hindsight should have selected that ice cream cone. And the ice cream truck driver will say, I'm sorry, only one per customer. You've made your choice and you have to live with it. And this will forever go down in history as a poor, poor decision. Mirroring, if you will, the ceremony for the 1941 Academy Awards where How Green Was My Valley won Best Picture over Citizen Kane, oh, a that. movie that is uh, constantly. Mm referenced as perhaps the greatest emotion picture of all time uh, lost to a movie that uh, uh, I'm willing to bet no one on earth has seen or heard of. I will Um, say as
2: a, as a uh, American of color, uh, a film called how green was my Valley, you know, you know, it's not for you. You know what I mean? It's, it's not about your story. (laughs) No. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Is that a Medea? No, it's not a Medea.
0: I got some bad news about movies made in nineteen forty one also in in that same regard <laughs> um, so. Oh. so moving on uh to the nineteen ninety nine uh best picture winner uh American Beauty, as heard uh previously from uh Mr Chris Okawa. This is another interesting experience that I've crafted. So you eat this ice cream cone. Uh, you get like a, um, you know, it's 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 gonna be like a a like a coffee flavored kind of just like you know one of those like like uh, mocha ice cream blends, and it's like a delicious cone. It tastes incredible. At the time, tastes so good that it kind of makes you think about your life and the kind of uh, uh, affluence that you've grown up with and, and makes you reflect on, on your worldly experiences and what sort of the meaning of your life is. However, when you get home that evening after eating this, you find that you are horribly, horribly ill. And uh, in doing some research, you discover that everyone that has eaten from this ice cream truck is also horribly ill and that the ice cream truck driver has been using this ice cream truck as a as a cover for his numerous and (laughs) horrific crimes for years. But people's initial reaction to this ice cream was so good that we've just all been kind of <laughs> sweeping it under the rug. But now that everybody's like really, you know, taking notice, uh, it you know, you decide it's time to shut this ice cream truck down, uh, which I feel like really captures the experience of looking back at your experience watching American Beauty like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, That's sort of the experience I wanted to capture with this is not... Watching the movie now or even watching the movie then, but remembering a time in which you watched the movie and then kind of thinking like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like
2: it's now kind of like a time capsule, though, right? He was kind of telling us who he was. It's kind of like if uh, there was a uh, film uh, that uh, I don't know, like maybe Donald Trump was in that wasn't Home Alone 2 and he committed like a lot of treason against America you know what I mean? And we we're like, yeah, well, that was a damn good performance. Holy shit. Or really any uh Nicolas Cage film where he's uh, batshit crazy. You know, he just he just tells you who he is in the first shot. Um and I think that uh I think that uh that uh ill-fated uh, Mr. Spacey man was telling us who he was the whole time. Uh, and that's what also makes it this performance so haunting.
0: Well, the <clears> thing that's so unbelievable is that when the uh, underage uh, is that he chooses not to sleep with an underage person. That's what takes me out of the movie because I'm like, yeah, well, this it was sort of an type for him. Yeah, it was a script. He's playing, he's playing <laughs> he was against He's working type. hard in that scene. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> acting. For my final uh, ice cream uh, experience, uh, it is, of course, the legendary Best Picture winner from the grand year of 2018, that is, of course, Green Book. Oh. Uh, or was that 2019? Whichever year Green Book won. Uh, no, yeah, 2018. Um, so when you order the Green Book, uh, when you order the Green Book ice cream, you are instead handed a card, and confetti shoots out of the top of the ice cream truck, and a red carpet is rolled out leading up to you, and the card reads. By ordering this ice cream, you have officially defeated racism, at which point (laughs) the mayor of racial equality pulls up in a limousine and he hands you the key to the city and uh, you're given a parade and there's uh, uh, several of your old acquaintances are brought in to make speeches about you. It's a whole fanfare. Um, so that's probably the most expensive one because that one requires just a lot of a lot of extras, uh, a lot of research <laughs> done beforehand on people and a lot of speech writing. And we're going to need to get of... some good speech writers in for that.
1: I mean, um, I assume it takes a lot of work to defeat racism.
0: No, I mean, well, the the act of defeating racism is just ordering this ice cream. By doing oh, okay, that, okay, you okay, defeat great, great. you defeat racism for ten yeah, cents a day. You've done it. You
2: too could defeat <laughs> racism.
0: You did it. You did it. You get a you get a card and everything. It's like a Hallmark card, um, and it plays uh, you know a little fanfare, a little Sousa fanfare for you. And uh, yeah, you get the key to the city, which you can mount up on your wall. And the key itself is also chocolate. It's edible. Oh yeah. I have a. Uh, this is Jeremy from Pop Ups, and I I broke through the glass. I'm a little bit <laughs> cut up, but I
2: really wanted to pitch <laughs> this to you, Mister. Um,
0: and Karen meets over here too, and
2: I'm really hurt. I'm, I'm sorry, Jeremy, you, I, I had skin. to use your head as a stepping stool. The ledge is too tall. But uh, anyways, Mister, I, when you said experience, I said this is a job for Jeremy and Karen me to help out with, <laughs> and so we <laughs> we have an idea. Um, Since you're offering a multitude of experiences, we would like to maybe propose a pop up um, that we call the La La Land Moonlight Experience. Are you interested in hearing about that? Tell me more. So um, this one is a uh, panel will lift on the side of the truck, revealing a uh, uh, some B-roll footage of all these very talented, wonderful, beautiful black people making the ice cream. And at the very end, Ryan Gosling <laughs> plucks the ice cream out of their little hot paws <laughs> and, <laughs> and presents it to his boss and takes all the credit for it. And everyone and it- celebrates him.
0: And this is the important part, is that Ryan Gosling then explains to you... Why the ice cream is important, and what's he good about explains. it? Because he knows. <laughs> he, in fact, will even have one of the ice cream artisans, one of these African American individuals, stand up and start to say something, and Ryan Gosling will shush them and say, "No, I got this." <laughs> yeah, but then the
2: jokes on him because when you order it, it's almost like Gosling steps out of the out of the camera. He comes around from the back, uh, a Dateline style and he surprises you, and he goes to present you with the ice cream, and then the cast of Moonlight comes out of the driver's seat and takes that ice cream away and eats it in front of him while he cries. <laughs> you know, yeah, like it's... that time they fought, they won the Oscar, <laughs> but then Moonlight won the Oscar in front of them, <laughs> and they cried.
0: Yeah, and D- Damien Chinzel will also be and He'll be crying as well. Um. So I think it's just a really good experience to have that I think can really make this art installation come together. Uh. Well, thank you so much, Carmy. Uh. Should, should we get you some band aids or something? You look like you're losing a, a lot of blood. It looks no, like that. Je- uh, coagulates at an alarming rate. Just watch him. He's like an X Men, but good. I think they hit a couple of arteries there, at least at least two. Yeah, I'm feeling a little woozy. I'm gonna take a little nap here on the floor. If that's okay. Yeah, I mean I don't see a problem with that. Just uh, you know, watch out for the, the Swiffer Snuggie as she comes scooting in through here. To feel, clean f- up. feel free
1: to grab some of this ice cream on your way down. You're gonna uh, you lose some blood sugar, carry me. So you're gonna probably steer clear from the second cup of departed, but everything else <laughs> is fair game.
0: I guess this is as good a time as any to say to people listening at home that this isn't hypothetical. Like, we have these ice creams. All of these ice creams are here in front of us. Um, yeah, you
1: don't just describe it. It's it's no.
0: worrying to me that we have so many of the Shawshank refreshments. <laughs> uh, just a huge, huge stockpile. Um, that's, uh, that that might be an issue. don't wander them alone,
2: because the sisters' brothers are employed here part-time. They'll get you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So uh, that's my uh, high concept experience. Now, I also should say that um, the ice cream truck, in order to create the perfect illusion that the ice cream truck is being driven by a – uh, a hardened criminal and uh, n- notorious uh, nefarious deeds committer uh, we've uh, arranged to get harvey weinstein uh, taken out on a work release program where he will be the one driving the ice cream truck but in heavy prosthetic makeup so that uh, you can't tell it's him uh, he'll instead look like Shrek um, so how how do we how, how do we feel about this uh what what kind of lights am i getting
1: uh, i I personally love how true to the original uh, source material you were with. You can't take it with you. Um, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. I didn't <laughs> think it could be done, but I, you know, this that's why I listen. That's why I come here uh, to, to hear the impossible. And yeah, uh, it's, so- it's,
0: it's based on um, an adaptation of, uh, of uh, you can't take it with you, written by Clive Barker. Um, so that's uh, that's sort of why it's a little different than perhaps the one you've seen. Oh, okay, okay, that's that's
1: fair. Uh, I I love it. You know, I love a good, love a good experience, a good uh, you know, multi-sensory experience. I I don't see any legal problems, uh, any any sort of copyright or medical or or any other things that we might run against. So I, I, I full throatedly will, will green light this, uh, like, like a diagonal crosswalk green
0: lights in all directions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A Shibuya crosswalk. If you will, this gentleman is, is giving me, I appreciate that. Um, and, uh, uh what about you, Mr. Okawa? where do you stand?
2: Um,
0: This is Carl from
2: Collateral Damage. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. understandably, we're a little bit reticent about the hand grenade ice creams or whatever you were talking about earlier, but... uh (laughs) Me, myself, and I also have not seen that picture. So I cannot with authority tell you uh, inaccurate. So um, also that young man over there uh, is dead. And then the other young man is shouting the prestige, the prestige. And he's pulled down a curtain and there's a whole giant tub of another dead one of the guy, but he's covered in ice cream. Same guy. Is is anyone concerned about this? Just me.
0: I'm only not concerned because that's not an Oscar picture. So it has no place here. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't get out much. Uh,
2: My favorite Oscar piece, of course, is the Shushing uh, Redemption. Um, So I enjoyed that young man earlier. But uh, I like the variety. I like the courage. As long as uh, there's two things I want from this Weinstein uh, edition. I I want uh, his hands duct taped to the wheel because I don't trust that motherfucker. And uh, we have some. Oh yeah, we have some extra. We have some extra barbed wire here in your.
0: Yeah, his his hands will be barbed wired to the uh, seat, and his head will be barbed wired to the back of the seat. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's that's more just to keep his posture up. I should also say that uh, as a he part will of be his, dead. Wor- <laughs> this is the
1: next saw movie. It's actually a it doubles yeah, It's the, the, the final
0: destination ice cream. Truck. A part of his uh, as a part of his work release program, he did open the puzzle box from Hellraiser, so. Uh, That's a big part of this. He's being shown a world of pleasure that he had never anticipated. Um, So that's something to keep in mind. So, with this, quite a lot of
2: pleasure as (laughs) being from collateral damage. I got called in to help out, there was a lot of damage.
0: Still, um, I just think that when this ice cream truck <laughs> being driven by Arby Weinstein uh, covered in green face paints and barbed wire to his seat, I think that's going to be really inviting for the kids. And you this, know?
2: Br- <laughs> <laughs> this brings me to my second concern. I like that. Let's keep him. Let's keep him dying slowly, I guess in a vehicle (laughs) full of explosives and lightly themed ice creams. Um, all that we ask here, if my daughter requested this, actually, it's on a posted extreme strapped to my uh, my wristwatch. Um, we gotta play All Star from from the truck. <laughs> we gotta play, it. but the original, not an ice cream truck version, just <laughs> full <laughs> bore. No, see, I think we need it to be.
0: Uh, I, I- I think we need to get a copy of All-Star then play it from a speaker that's underwater and record that's record that speaker on like a shitty Uh, worn out cassette tape and then play that recording of it on the, so it's just like
3: and that'll
2: be the, and then like some of the words are like this is
0: basically, this art art installation is basically a vision of hell is what I've crafted it's every Uh, circle
3: if
2: they were stacked on each other like a hula hoop contest
1: you know all of this i think is very inviting the one thing that you're going to want to do to make sure that people aren't too concerned is if as you have the names of the the novelties on the side of the truck underneath american beauty i would suggest that you say doesn't contain <laughs> any kevin spacey um you know so that they know that like now yeah, with they're 100%. like okay, this is inviting like ooh wait is kevin spacey in it no 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 this yeah. is completely safe <laughs> there's barbed wire explosives <laughs>
2: Yeah, his his eerie YouTube video in the kitchen plays in the background, but that's just more for flavor.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: that's that's playing on a loop. Uh like if you look inside the truck, you can see that uh you the YouTube videos that he makes at home as a part of the expanded uh universe (laughs) of expanded house of of cards
2: Cards universe. (laughs) We tell him he's still on our house of cards. He's still eating cornbread and and barbecue down south. He he, that, that should buy us some time
0: what a day the person who edits the house of cards wiki must have had what a moral quandary they must have come into when that video was released of like, do I consider this Canon? Do I put this in the wiki? Or, you know, that was a, that was a really tough call. And I don't know what they ultimately landed on because I have not visited the house of cards wiki, but, uh, I hope it made it in. I hope it made it into the, to the official Canon.
2: Yeah. Um, what, a. I think the take. I I don't want to jump the gun as to what the through line is for the episode, but fuck Kevin Spacey.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there seemed to be a lot of that going around. Um, Let's let's you know let's let's jump into these through lines. Um, There's 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 a a lot of a lot of death. Uh, This is a very Thanatos episode. Um, You know the sort of Freudian idea of this death drive, this this wish. To to be ended. Perhaps this is a reflection of 2020. Perhaps it's a reflection of the uh, uh, Academy of Motion Picture Sciences. Um, Both are valid interpretations of this art uh, with which we have crafted this episode. Uh, And what is for sure going to come down in history is one of our most unhinged uh, episodes that we've uh, uh, we've recorded. I don't know what was in the air tonight, but uh uh I'm I'm happy for it. I wish I could bottle it and bring it back for every episode. Uh what other through lines did you guys notice? Um
2: well, first um this is this is Terry from Throughline. Uh first thing I noticed <laughs> First thing, I'm really good at word association. That's what they brought me in. They they scoped me out at New Yorican, uh, uh Beat Poetry Cafe uh, down in uh, Alphabet City. So that's where I was hired from. Um, and I don't know why I feel compelled to give my full verbal resume every time I introduce myself. Um, but uh, you said craving death, longing for death as, as a theme. Um, and when I think of craving and longing for death, I think of that little guy, Brooks from the Academy Award-winning Shawshank Redemption, which I'm so glad made an appearance tonight. Um, I did sense a lot of justice-seeking in our ice creams. Mm. Uh, Maybe... Uh, you know, uh, sex criminals and criminals alike got punished. Some, some, you know, there were some innocents that got. Maybe some kids got blown up with the can't take it with yous, but they were a fair warned. Um, you know, uh, there was people, people ate shit and died. Uh, and I'm always here for that, regardless of who's on the receiving end. I know that uh, my day will come sometime, and what a way to go out. Um, a sampling of ways, really. Um,
3: I think a good uh,
2: play.
0: Yes. Yeah, good wordplay. Yeah, that's that's solid, it. just wordplay. Solid pun work from yeah. from the two of you. I really didn't bring my pun game. I was thinking more of like horrific experiences with which I could craft um <laughs> which I could So, I, <laughs> I, I I give you guys props there for your for your beautiful pun work. What about you guest Chris? What 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 through lines did you notice and recognize in these pitches?
1: Well, when you started just just now when you're talking about it being kind of death focused it's not as if ice cream is good for you in the first place. So we're just mm-hmm. kind of taking it to its logical conclusion. It's like here's this thing that's bad for you. Let's just keep going with that. Um, I think there's actually a fair amount of nostalgia when you talk about you know ice cream novelties. You know you, you go back to you know, being a kid or whatever. And so um, you know I went nuts on the the novelty references, Chris. Uh, talking about the jokes on the sticks and uh, and those kind of things, and even with Shrek and uh, and the uh, the old school uh, creepy ice cream truck, it's like the ice cream has this nostalgia component to it. And now I feel like I'm about to go turn into the Jeff Goldblum show episode about ice cream. Uh, it's ice cream, and it's uh, delicious, and it's part of uh, mm-hmm, everyone's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, shared experience. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's this thing that we all it's this thing we all share, and I think that you can see that even in spite of the weird weird stuff that we put in there, it's also like <laughs> ice
3: cream is fun for kids
0: yeah this truly was at the end of the at the end of the day a wholesome episode uh, this was an episode about traveling back in time to a simpler time mm-hmm. when we could be in the same room with our loved ones and which uh the only problem was which of Sonic's gumball eyes do I eat first mm. um that's uh that's a beautiful sentiment to to end things out on on what what a What a bleak and uh, disturbing uh, series you've crafted today. Uh, I'm very happy with the work that we've done. And uh, as per tradition, guest Chris, it is now your sacred duty to gift unto us an item for the adaptation lounge. Uh, Please gift away. Oh,
1: I'm, uh, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm going to go with an, Old school icebox type freezer, like refrigerator, you know, that you would see in an old movie or whatever, with the the latching front, uh, probably in uh you know green tea green uh, as an homage to uh, to Mm. some of our content today, and uh, you know you can keep you know some snacks or drinks in there if you need to if people get parched maybe you know keep some waters or um actually that's probably a good place to keep the Shawshank refreshment because those old those old freezers can really take a beating.
0: Yeah, as we learned in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, they're quite True. terrible. Um, so thank you for that. It's another piece of furniture. Slowly but surely, the Adaptation Lounge is just becoming a kitchen. Um, we have kitchen cabinets. We have a refrigerator now. Um, we have a Millennium
2: Puzzle. Who doesn't need that?
0: I In my in my imagining, I always picture it like uh, the hyperbolic time chamber, how it's just like this big like blank white space. Um, and now we've got it occupied with just these beautiful cabinets and this this uh, maid that we've hired uh, to scoot around on the floor with her little uh, Swiffer Snuggie and a corpse. We now have a corpse, uh, our R.I.P. Caramy, Caramy. Although I guess we were prestiged. We so... were prestiged.
2: That is that is confirmed. That is canon now. Yes, we
0: were mm, prestiged. Okay. So that's that's something to, to scratch our heads about in between episodes as we try to piece together the how exactly this world that we've created works. Uh, But, you know, I just want to thank you so much, guest Chris, for coming on. And please, guest Chris, do you have any projects or anything you're working on that you'd like to promote? Because we'd love to have you promote. Uh, I am, I don't know when this is going
1: to air, but I'm putting out some Christmas acoustic instrumental stuff uh, on Mm. all those streaming services. And I can be found on Instagram at kvs underscore music and uh yeah that's kind of all i've got going on
0: yeah, again, this beautiful talented man is the one who has crafted uh the good pitch zone theme songs. So, please check out his work. He's he's oh, an unbelievable talent. And um also uh Censorious the season finale uh has that is that did that air this week or is that airing next week? It is next week. Next week is okay, season so finale,
2: season 2 finale and then we'll be back in February. Yeah.
0: So, if you haven't yet uh this will be coming out right around the same time as the censorious season finale. So listen to that amazing piece of audio entertainment and uh I just want to promote um being nice it's 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 a nice thing to do, so do it uh
3: okay, that's the end of the I'll episode take... now. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>